episode 13 of 10 Minute Cinema. Varble, how are you doing today? I'm alright. You alright? Yeah. You watch any movies this week? Heck no. Whoa, you're no, getting... No. What? I'm kidding. Okay. I did watch one. Which one? Rogue One. Rogue One? Yes. So how'd you like it? Not bad. Not bad? Is yeah. that all you're going to give me? Yeah. I'm waiting to talk to you about this movie. I know. But you don't want to spoil anyone on here? Correct. Alright. So, remember to talk about that after we stop this podcast. Nope. Do it. I won't remember. Alright, so I watched two movies at back least. Back to back? Yeah, actually it was two movies back to back. It was Home Alone 1 and 2. Oh, Lost in New York? That is the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. As always. Really? Holiday classics. One and two. Really? You're throwing two in there also? As a classic? I mean, it's not so much a classic, but it's still a classic. Okay. I mean, I prefer the first one, of course. Yeah, obviously. You know, Andy actually prefers the second one. Well, that's because he reminds me more of the pigeon lady than the old man. Who is clearly <laughs> the better supporting character. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure we watched more than just that, though. Hmm. I can't remember anything else. We're currently in the middle of Die Hard. That one. Okay. We already did that one. Uh, it's just been a whole bunch of Christmas movies. I'm really getting to the spirit this season. Okay, good. Did you watch Fred Claus yet? Not yet. I actually know. asked her if uh, she wants to watch that one yet. You'll have to let me know how that is. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. Okay. Alright. So, uh, you ready to start this? Another exciting ten minutes of It's a Wonderful Life? Um, exciting is not quite the word I would use. It's a slow start. We told you this for weeks. Yeah, and I'm wondering how many more weeks it's going to be slowly starting. It's only 30 minutes into a movie after this episode. Yeah. And it's starting to get good. That's almost a quarter of the movie. No. Almost. Almost. Next week will officially be a quarter. Yeah. Well, it'll be more than that, but... A little bit more. I'm just saying. Are you not enjoying it at all? I mean, slightly, but... Is it just Violet? That's really what's keeping me going, yeah, but... I don't know, it's just... It's really just slow, yeah. It's kind of kind of boring, kind of plotting. It's, it's gonna it's gonna turn around, don't you worry. I mean, the big action scene this week was them doing the Charleston for seven minutes. That, okay, it was a minute and a half. But let's go into why that's cool when we get to that, because I like that scene a lot. Okay. Alright, so... You would... I would. You're absolutely right, because I do. No, you don't. I do. You don't, Charleston. No, I mean, I would like that scene. I oh. do like that scene. Oh, okay. Alright, I don't, Charleston, you're right. I don't dance at all. Enough of that, anyway. So, uh, last time we left off, Violet just came on and was trying to get a dance with George. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, we were stuck on this image for a while. We were having some internet streaming issues. So you got to look at Violet for a good five minutes. How was that for you? It was pretty well. That's definitely better than any of the five minutes of the movie we watched. So. The ten minutes, you mean? Because it's ten minutes cinema. I know. I said it's any of the five minutes. Any point. Any five-minute point of today's episode. <laughs> it was better just staring at her for five minutes. You were, I think you're going into this with like a uh, hope that you just hate this movie. So you're taking negative feelings and you're just attacking this movie. No, I, I think it's just really, really, really boring. All right, well, let's get to it then. <laughs> okay. So, 
George is getting asked by Violet to get a dance with her, and then his friend comes up and says, no, you got to dance with my kid's sister, Mary. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not going to dance with anyone, and then he sees Mary, and it's like, love at first sight-ish. They made each other before, but this is like the adult versions of themselves, or teenage, yeah. young adults, whatever. So, I had an issue with this. Okay. So, this town doesn't seem to be that big. It's not really that big. And it's one of his friend's younger sisters. Right. So He would probably... have known what she looks like, at the least. Well, yeah, but she's, like, in a dress this time, and, like, she's all prettied up because she's out and about, you know. He might have seen her before, but it's always, like, at home and, like, her PJs, no makeup or anything. Like, this is her at her finest. And she had puberty. And she had puberty, apparently. Well, but she's 18, so that isn't really... That would have been, like, five years ago, yeah, so... It's more so the fact that he's seen her in uh, elegant light instead of just around the house. I think we can all agree, like, we've seen a friend's sister or something, mm. where when you see them all done up, it's like, oh, man, wow, okay. I don't really have any friends with sisters. Yeah. But I'm sure other people have gone through that. Okay. Have you not? I have not. Okay. And, I don't know, he just... He seems like a guy who, as he says later, he's he's getting ready to leave town. He's going to be gone for a long time. He's just looking for, like, a hookup is all he's really looking for. Is that what you think? I think so. And he would have been better off hooking up with Violet. Well, because she was willing. I think the reason why I don't think that about George is because he could have hooked up with Violet easily. And he doesn't. He goes for the more elegant lady. Sorry to stab at your lady, but... Mary definitely, to me, looks more like a elegant person than Violet. I mean, you're clearly bringing the fact that you've seen the entire movie into this, I think. Maybe. Anyway. Alright. So they start dancing, and as soon as they start dancing, all of a sudden it's announced that they're going to have a Charleston dance-off competition. Yep. Totally killing the slow dance. <laughs> Which is fine. Whatever. You don't want to see him slow dance anyway. You're bored, right? Well, yeah, but, I mean, at least that could have led somewhere. This does lead somewhere there. Eventually. So, ten minutes later. To rewind a little bit, he actually stole Mary from another guy who was boring her, and obviously was boring her, and he said, like, stop boring someone with your words or whatever. And he got offended. So they're dancing to the Charleston, and the sky is underneath the bleachers, like, all mopey. Like, oh, man... George Bailey stole the girl from me. And I mean, this, he's kind of creepy. He's he's stalking them. He's he's watching them. He does look kind of creepy in this. And then this random guy's like, you know, the pool opens up here. The gym floor opens up to a pool. And did you know, George Bailey's standing on where it opens. And did you know, I have the key that opens the pool right here. And did you know that George is an idiot and is not going to notice that the floor is opening for five <laughs> minutes before he falls in? Your exaggeration of time is undeniable here. You, you're exaggerating like a mofo. Mm -hmm. I brought back mofo, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah? Yep. Okay. Just like <laughs> mofo for life here? Is that what you're doing? Mofo for life. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Yep. So, they start doing the Charleston, and he turns on the pool. It starts opening up, and everyone stops dancing because the floor's opening up. Yeah, clearly. But they did not notice, because they're, like, the opposite way. They're not looking. 
and as they're dancing, they're getting closer and closer to the edge while everyone's cheering for them. At this point, they've won. You can tell that they're about to announce them the winners. Really? You didn't get that from that? Like, the guy, the judge is like, oh, we got it, and then they fall into the pool and keep dancing, and everyone's cheering. I guess. See, I love this scene because he gets so close to Ed so many times, and I start to think, oh, man, he's not going to fall in, and then he does. There's no reason he wouldn't fall in. That's the only reason that they opened the pool. Well, I mean, the pool floor, ha or the gym floor has to stop eventually. It's not just going to be a whole right, floor gone. They would seriously waste even more of people's time than they already have by opening this pool and not letting anybody fall into it. Like, clearly someone is going to fall into this pool. Otherwise, <laughs> why write it into the script? It's the best uh, villain here. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Wow. All so, right. they fall into a pool. Yes. And the whole place decides to jump into this pool, including the guy that did it. Which is extremely dangerous. It is. In fact, the judge that looks like an old man that could, you know, die at any time, jumps in too, which made no sense. Because he jumped from the high point. Yeah, I mean, this has got to be a hazard. There's no way. Yeah. Somebody got hurt in that damn pool. <laughs> there are people like diving in head first. We don't know how deep this is. It's clearly not that deep because they're still dancing after they fall into the... So Marvel, this is hilarious. You're and more concerned about their safety like, than the movie. There's like <laughs> 60 kids in this pool and people are still jumping in on top of their heads. <laughs> This is not safe at all. You are really upset at the scene. Man, I don't think I've seen you hate a movie this much so far. I don't hate it. You seem like you hate it. I'm just you're frustrated. Not, you're not going to bat for it early. No. Alright. So everyone joins them. We go to, uh, I would guess, at least 15 minutes later. Oh, I'd say hours later. Hours later? Yeah. Their hair's still wet, though. Yeah. I mean, your hair doesn't stay wet for hours. Not anymore. Because we have advanced technology like hair dryers. This I is the never 40s. used a hair dryer. My hair dries in about 20 minutes. This is the 40s, though, so your hair would have dried slower. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And that, actually, this is 1928, to be fair. <laughs> That's true, but. That's <laughs> further back. No, no, you're definitely wrong about hours. We are hours pre World later. War II technology here. There, there, no, stop it. George's hair is still wet, and he does not have a lot of hair. So, therefore, at the maximum, it's 30 minutes later. Yeah. I think it would have taken him 30 minutes just to climb out of that pool with so many people. <laughs> oh, my God. There okay. didn't seem to be a ladder that, anywhere. That's true. I will give you the fact that we don't know when they got out of the pool. Okay. You're right. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm going to anyway. edit that out and just play it over and over again. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it so that it has me saying you're right over and over again. No, I, I know people. We, we can have them. Okay. Because this will happen. I'm going to get a soundboard for next week. I'm sure I'm sure Brent will do that for you. Yeah. So we go, and they're walking now down the sidewalk, singing Buffalo Girls. As you do. Well, I, I do sing that every time I think of this movie. So I know. You're right. And uh, Mary's in a rope. That kind of ties into what's going to happen. Uh, it looks like George is about to kiss her, and then she walks away and starts singing the song again. Well, she asked him to kiss her. Out there? Yeah. Where she walks away? Yeah. 
she said, you may kiss my hand. Oh. And he grabs her hand and, like, takes, a, like, a break for some reason before he leans in. And then he's like, no, I'm going to go for more than just a hand. And so he, like, scoots in closer to her, and then she turns around and walks away. Right. Okay. I didn't know you are talking about kissing a hand as the same thing as kissing someone. You just said kissing a hand. <laughs> it have to be the same as kissing You're someone. being difficult again. A kiss is a kiss, I suppose. Your kiss. <laughs> so they get to this uh, old abandoned house, and George is going to draw a rocket. Presumably abandoned. Well, yeah. And uh, At first I thought the old guy lived there that's watching them creepily from his porch. Yeah, that guy was creepy. Yeah. I did not like that guy. Yeah. I never do. Mm. And so he throws a rock, hits a window, mm-hmm. makes a wish. Yeah. Then Mary... He makes a wish for a hat full of wishes. <coughs> that can't be allowed. In what universe would this ever be allowed? <coughs> Everybody would do that if it was allowed. I mean, everyone would do that. See? That so, was my so, first wish as a kid when I found out you could make wishes. So why waste a wish on something that's not going to happen? Because a genie or whoever the fuck isn't clearly going to grant this. But there was no rules established, so maybe they will. I don't think so. I mean, they established that in Latin. I don't know if you know that, but he does say you can't wish for more wishes. And you can't wish for someone to fall in love with you. Those seem to be two solid rules. But Aladdin was not made when this movie was made. So they don't know the rules yet. Obviously. I think Aladdin predates this, actually. Because it's in a land of make-believe. <laughs> I, I think you're talking out of your ass again. <laughs> so uh, we, we get to... They both make wishes after breaking windows. Mm-hmm. Then we got the random old guy yelling at them to kiss R.A. Because he's talking about... Lassling the moon for her. Yeah, that was really weird. It goes into the story later. Okay, but I mean, so far at this point, it just seems like out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't. They just did so they could go back to it. Okay, but yeah, you kind of missed something here, I think, and that he kept going on and on about how he wants to leave the town, and she clearly got upset at that. Oh, that's I'm true. pretty sure that her wish is that he stays there and falls in love with her. That could because be. Because she's kind of selfish. Well, because she's not Violet. You said it, not me. <laughs> and so, uh, the round guy yells at him, tells her, or tells him to kiss her already. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, you want me to kiss her? Yeah. I'll, See, why, why even argue? He's got the perfect opening right there. I'll he give her have. a whole bunch of kisses. And Mary, like, shrieks a little bit and runs. And loses her robe at the process because yeah, his foot... loses her robe. His foot was on her sash. Sash? Sash? No. No, no first H. Which is sash. 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 I can't say it. Okay. Speed to the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really a belt because okay. you're tying... She was tying okay. her robe with her. her belt. Thank you. And so he's about to give her the robe and then he realizes, wait a minute. I can be a fucking dick. If I have this robe... She is naked. And I could use this to my advantage. He's not being a dick here. He's teasing He is. No, he's just having a little fun. No. This is incredibly mean and misogynistic. Maybe, but it's the 20s, and it was okay back then. Oh, okay. (laughs) You could have just said that from the beginning. I would have been totally fine with it. (laughs) I'm glad you did. I'm just going to erase all these notes here, and... (laughs) 
Okay. History rewritten. No issues with this scene. Let's go on. That's perfectly fine to do back in 1928. It does seem Anybody would have done it. It's the gentlemanly thing to do. To hide the robe from the lady who's naked in a hydrangea bush. The fact that you knew that it was called the hydrangea bush. That's what she happy. called it. She said, I'm over here in the hydrangea bush. <laughs> I mean, it was part of my notes, but I erased it because I clearly don't need that. <laughs> you, you still need your notes. We still no, not talk. that part. I mean, we can skip to the next scene because this is all okay. <laughs> Man. Perf perfectly normal. You make me look so stupid on this podcast. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> so... He has a little fun with her, although I guess in a way you could say it could be a little rapey. No, no, it happened back then. <laughs> but he's obviously going to give her the rope back. He's just having a little fun. I don't know. It's like if He I, was ready to throw down like an ultimatum at the end. He's like, oh, I'll give you this rope back if you... And then we get interrupted. I mean, I want to jump ahead, but... Yeah, but I mean, come on. Like, It's like if I stole your hat, and then I was like, ha ha, do you want your hat? Ha ha ha. He, he was doing like that. Like, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to keep this robe and never give it back to you, so you have to run around naked. I don't know. That isn't clear to me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think he was trying to be offensive here. I think he was just trying to have a little fun with her. Or also known as flirting. This just seems dangerous. How's it dangerous? He gives her the robe right back when someone comes around. The random old guy's probably gone in his house now, so... So you want her to put a robe on while she's in the middle of a hydrangea bush? Yes. Okay. So, you were right, though. They get interrupted, and we have his uncle telling him that his dad just had a stroke. And to come quick. And to come quick. He gives Mary back the robe. He goes into the well, car. Well, he doesn't give Mary back the robe. He throws it on top of the bush. Of course, but she gets the robe back. Yeah, but he doesn't give it to her. Well, he's in a hurry. His dad just had a stroke, man. Well, if your dad had a stroke, God forbid, wouldn't you run? I mean, I'd like to think I'd at least help her, you know, make sure she's okay first. I mean, obviously, this is a circumstance that he he wasn't thinking he was just doing. All right. All right. And so we cut away to the next scene. He's in a board meeting mm -hmm. for the billion loan, and mm -hmm. that's where we stop. Yep. So, probably not good news for Dad. Oh, well, I think it's obvious. I think they even said that he's dead. In the last, like, second. Okay. So, yeah, not good news for his dad. Yeah. He's dead. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Yep. If it was a spoiler. Yep. So, the next time there's a naked girl in a bush, you give her her robe back or your dad's going to die. <laughs> That's the lesson we learned That's today. That's the lesson we learned today. Do you have anything to add to this episode, Farvel? No, we know the moral of the story. Uh, I think you're a little ridiculous during this episode a little bit. I don't think that's the case at all. You don't? No. Alright, well, fair enough. Uh, do you want to end the episode for us? No. Fine. That's a wrap.